Hello and welcome to episode 18 of the Up With The Bonnets podcast, which is brought to you in sponsorship by Unicorn Cleaning Services. You can catch the links to the website for their sponsors in our bio. And also, I forgot to say last week uh, that Danielle is also looking at opening a shop in Dundee. So there we go. Um, any Dundee fans, uh, go and give her your business. She's a great sponsor of the podcast, even though this is the second episode and we've no one yet. So I don't care if she's a bit of a jinx, but hey, we'll know how to upset. Definitely <laughs> but, not. But Paul, happy Halloween. Oh, happy Halloween, Danny. Mm-hmm. I see you've got your mask on. <laughs> I've not let it slip for a while. so That's it. <laughs> Just keep it on. Yeah. God knows yeah. what's underneath. <laughs> Charming, absolutely charming there, Paul. Charming individual. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, Halloween and yeah, so we're bringing a, a, a horror show probably and we'll just play the review in the Queen's Park game just like me and Paul's partner in general. Yeah, definitely. Absolute calamity. <laughs> Cal- that's, that's a, that is it, that's how you uh, describe it. Um, our, our hosting, I mean, no, the the game <laughs> uh, it's a combination of the two Danny we combo uh, yeah we'll just start off the, the pod like we do every other week but as you're listening to this this week's the big event at Duck Slattery's it is upon us Jim Duffy Simon Stainrod Archie Knox Jockey Scott and Barry Smith will be joining me and Paul. Obviously, like I said, Duck Slattery's on the 3rd of November. Uh, doors open at half seven. Uh, half six, if you are a VIP ticket holder, you get to come in and meet the managers. We glass of champers. What, yeah, what's better than that? Not much. <laughs> <laughs> Not much. No this after the, the f- result on Saturday. No yeah, much. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's the final countdown, Danny. I know. That? This is it. We had a meeting with Stephen last week. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when things things started to get a little a little bit too real. <laughs> yeah, that's probably the best word for it. Definitely, mm-hmm. it was kind of like, yeah, th- wait a minute, this is actually happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, we've got we're layout, we've got kind of our questions, mm-hmm. um, we've got the stuff there. We just need to we just need to kind of fine mould it into our own little uh, uh, script and then that'll, that'll be us ready to go questions go by left the, and yeah not to go by continue with the Halloween theme but as long as we've got like a skeleton you know <laughs> <laughs> to the questions and that and how it's going to go uh, we'll be fine be absolutely fine we'll probably yeah. end up making stuff up on the night we'll just see how it goes 100% as long as, we, as long as we've got that you know the spine of the questions we'll be absolutely mm-hmm. golden yeah <laughs> I mean, you can go and get your tickets at skiddle.com. And again, if you're a DSA member, go and speak to, um, I think we've read out the email before, but we'll probably share it again. I can't remember it, but hey-ho, I mean, uh, everything I'll be getting like absolutely bombarded this week with uh, trying to get last-minute people into the into the, the, the gig. But there will be, obviously, the, the five managers that were mentioned. And... I'm not giving anything away, but I was speaking to Stephen and um, we've got maybe a few familiar faces that will be, be there also. So um, there, will, there will be a few Dundee uh, players 
pres uh, past uh, probably kicking about. So uh, yeah, it'll be a it'll be a good event. Plenty of Dundee faces kicking there. So yeah, go and get your ticket. It's not going to be a good event. It's going to be a bloody brilliant event. And I, I genuinely cannot like that meeting that we had with Stephen. That like you said, it made it real, but it kind of showed that. It's, I think it's a hell of a lot bigger than what's actually being advertised. This is going to be one, one hell of a night. And if you've not got a ticket and then all your pals will be speaking about how good it was, then don't say we didn't tell you. I don't know about you, Paul, but like all this planning, uh, this event, well, I say planning, it's not as planning that, but uh, being around the planning and looking forward to it has got me thinking that we should really, down the line, be looking at hosting live pods here and there. Easily go to a, a, a pub, say to them like let's go a 10 hour ticket or something get everybody in and uh plenty of contacts out there for players and maybe get a, a player from the present squad and you never know it's got me thinking it's got it's got the juices flowing paul got definitely thinking, we, we can do this yeah and no, i'm game for that definitely game for that as long as it's in a pub <laughs> doesn't matter what pub no coffee house or that no nah no nah, doesn't fly with you we've already done that yeah, I've already done that. <laughs> nah, I'd be game for that, like. Oh, I definitely, yeah. I'd be brilliant, like. <laughs> also, but we'll just see how bad badly we do. On first yeah, let's just wait. Take let's it just... for there. Take it for well, there. Take it for there. Take it for there. Yeah. <laughs> but another thing I want to plug is the Big Rabbit's Christmas toy appeal. I mentioned it last week. I'll mention it again. Uh, he's started collecting presents now, so obviously you can... Uh, Get into them, speak to the Rabbi D's uh, sports club, Frank Henry, and um, obviously Gary Knight. They'll deal with it. And yeah, let's start getting presents in for the, the TFM Cash for Kids. Give gifts to children who, well, wouldn't get anything. Mm-hmm. I think, like, uh, gave email addresses out last week uh, for it was the, the Knights 70, 73 at oh, gmail.com. Um, if that is wrong, I'll, <laughs> I'll definitely double check. Um, but yeah, get in touch with them and uh, let's, let's start doing it. It wasn't 73, it was 72. So the Knights 1972 at yahoo.co.uk. So it wasn't even the right like service. Do you think I was? Service. Do you think I was just giving you like the victory V? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Come on, Danny. I just thought you were just yeah, just you've already slagged us feature wise. <laughs> so I just thought you were just as keen as the visas. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't at all. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, seventy two. The night seventy two at gmail dot com. Yeah, right. let's do it. Let's start getting gifts, and yep. yeah. And let's start telling people about it. Know that they need it because they get bloody loads of gifts every year. But let's get a couple extra more. And like it says, oh. Andy, I'm definitely if they're like it says last week, if they're needing help mm-hmm. with somebody wrapping the presents, give me a shout because I'm free. <laughs> there you go. I'm free. But well, um, go on to the the Queen's Park game now. Mm-hmm. You probably didn't really know, but this is going to be a short pod because I've not got really much to say about the Queen's Park game because I was out that night and I ended up going into the, the bush bar because one of my friends knows the new owner. So we were going into the bush bar just as it came up, Queen's Park went 1-0 ahead. And when I got into the bush bar, there was no internet. So <laughs> I wasn't following it. And I've got to be honest, I've only watched the highlights back I, well, I say it's uh, probably no comment to a surprise to you, Paul, but I only watched the highlights back before it came on. Mm. And 
I've not really got much to say about the game. I really have not. I've found it hard to, to shake off the hangover this weekend and care about anything. <laughs> <laughs> you should be fine after that feast that you told me about. So, none of this hangover. <laughs> Mazzulu's <laughs> festive family meal. <laughs> and it's our new sponsor. <laughs> 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 nah, but I mean, I, I watched the game. Um, mm-hmm. Although it was with that ball tracking you know, camera, which is just brutal because it kept cutting down either the, the linesman with the balding upper or it was just following Rudin. You know what I mean? <laughs> I find I have to watch that camera because it oh, makes the man. ball fuzzy as well. Mm-hmm. And there's times where, let's say, half time, both you know, sets of subbies go on and they're kicking a ball, but the camera's just going a bit like mad. You end up getting the motion sickness, honestly. <laughs> but uh, now nah, the game, like, obviously, they, you know, they score first, but I, I, I personally feel like it was against the run of play. Like, mm-hmm. I know they had a, they had a sclaff shot that went over a bar, but apart from that, I thought Dundee were well on top. They were looking dangerous. Um, but even before they scored, and I, I totally forgot about it, the the whole Ferry and Rudden incident. You know, when uh, Robinson played the ball through and Rudden mm-hmm. was just basically way to run on it, and Ferry's handled the ball outside the box. Now, watching it on the TV, as far as I could see, it didn't look very clear cut. And I mean, I can understand how the referee would have been unsighted by it because, you know, obviously there was a number of players in front of him and whatnot. But see, when you watch the highlights again, the linesman's right in line with it and he's got a perfect view. And as far as I'm concerned, if that if Ferry's a judge to handle that, he's off the park and the mm-hmm. complexion of the game changes entirely. But they popped it, absolutely popped it. And mm-hmm. I mean, only one referee, uh, sorry, one linesman in that game spoke up. That was a Dundee second goal, but the other linesman on the other side he bottled it, absolutely bottled it. Because when you see the images, there's photographs of it. You can as clear as day that Ferry's handled that out of the outside right. the box. I've not seen the footage yet. Uh-huh. I've not seen it. No, no. They behind the goal, and it's it's blatant, like. Should have been, well, I mean, what are the rules? God knows. But as far as I was concerned, he's handled it outside the box. He was the last man. He's Oski. And then the whole game's turned on its head. You know, and then I'd, but obviously that never happened. They got the first goal. What was his name? Pat Jarrett. Pat mm-hmm. Jarrett? The Parrot? Definitely Someone. Jarrett. I'll go for Pat. Yeah, okay. Um, like I said, Dundee a lot of the play. But, I mean, a bit of a fluke. You know what I mean? Um, another kind this... of gift, though, wasn't it? It was another gift of a goal. <laughs> That we've yeah. handed the, the opposition team. Yeah. Um, I mean, Sweeney seems... obviously made, made the tackle and it's bounced off the boy, but for me, Kerr, before it, I... Kerr's put them in that position, but... Yeah. I... Uh, it's, it's... It was kind of like the goal... At, uh, for me, it was kind of like that goal at Ibrox. Mm-hmm. Kind of thought, like, Kerr, you know, hit his left foot. It was like he's... It's like his feet didn't know didn't want to do what his brain was telling him. You know what I mean? As far as I was mm-hmm. concerned, I thought I thought Kerr was just going to nudge that out for a corner, and then that would have been it. But I don't know. I just I don't know if he's got caught in two minds. Sweeney's went to That's the ground. What it looks like Paul. It looks like he yeah. has been caught in two minds, and like mm-hmm. it's cost us. Because um, like you say, if you're a defender and you're in that position, just punt it. Out. I, just, punt I it it's, out. when I've watched it back, I've watched it about three or four times. I'm kind of like, I don't. I, I just don't understand what he's trying to do. Mm-hmm. I, I genuinely don't. Um, like he says, if he's, I mean, I know if he's left pegs, no, he's strongest, like, but I thought he would have just, like I said, just nudged it at the corner. Right, okay, panic mm-hmm. over, you know, danger averted, whatever. But, you know, then it leads to Sweeney going to the ground again. I, I, 
don't see his fascination with like sitting on the carpet. I don't know. But he was unlucky. I mean, he's put the tackle in. And unfortunately for us, it's bounced over the keeper. I mean, they can't really do much for that. Like, But it should have been averted before. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, it should have been dealt with. I was a uh, like you say it's a, it's another kind of gift of a goal for the opposition, um, but yeah, yeah, I'm just basing it on the highlights of the scene, and uh, so I don't care much what's happened in between that with watching the full game, which I'm I'm not going to do. No bullshit shooting anybody. No bullshitting anybody. Um, I would never. As uh, I said to Paul before I came on here, I got absolutely no <laughs> no determination to to be doing a podcast tonight, just purely because I, I'm. On a hangover for Friday, I'm just an old bugger that can't do my hangovers now. So I knew uh, it. I knew yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. So, um, but here we, we, we equalised. Mm-hmm. Some some goal. Obviously, it was a howler for the keeper. But as we named one of the podcasts, Paul McMillan only scores screamers. True. Absolutely. I mean, for, see when I seen him taking a free kick, I was like, oh, that's a chance gone. You know, instead of like just kind of whipping mm-hmm. it in off someone, he's just dinked it. And I don't know what Ferry's playing at. He's made a total pig's ear at Absolute pig's ear. <laughs> just, well, that's Paul McMullen. Actually, no, let's, no, no, no. McMullen absolutely rifled it. He <laughs> rifled it and left the keeper with no chance. It was a screamer. Yeah, see if you look at it um, and take out the goalkeeper, like running out and like totally missing it. It's actually like he's finally, pl- not finally placed it, but you know what I mean? It's, it's hot. A good part of the goal. Um, where he took it as well. Uh, 45-yard screamer. And he says that. He didn't think he can top his last goal. He doesn't <laughs> score goals like that. He's went to one, done it? Just get him on the goal kicks. Ron <laughs> scores for there. You <laughs> <laughs> know what I mean? <laughs> Boys, he's, nah, he's got some fucking... He's got some bloody welly on him. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you can fair belt it. Like, it's precision. Yep. Precision at precision, its finest. Yep. But Ferry, I don't know what he's playing at. Like, yeah, he's, he, again, he, he's totally misjudged it. But so what? It was on target. You know what I mean? Putting the keeper under. That's what you got to do. Mm-hmm. But just as quick as we scored, mm. they were back in the lead. Mm. And again, a, another gift. Mm-hmm. Boys, no tracking the player, not staying close to him, giving him ah the space, and it was a good goal. Goal for the Queens Park boy. Tommy, really Robinson. good goal. Tommy yeah. Robinson, yeah. Really good goal. Um, but again, Dundee gave them all the space in the world to tuck that shot. And then we're back behind. It's like we just switched off. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? After scoring, that's when you... I mean, the opposition are going to be like, right, let's, let's just go... For, let's let's get back. Let's get back in front. That's when you need to be at your, probably your sharpest. Mm-hmm. But it's like they just switched off. And like you said, with the tracking back, I think that was McMullen. Uh, he didn't follow the run. And when the boy had went through... I thought Jordan McGee would have. I thought Jordan McGee would have came over and kind of closed down the run and anticipated that run, but he didn't. But mm-hmm. yeah, take nothing away from the boys. Good, good we finish like bottom corner away from Waller, like keep it a yeah. chance. I thought it was Cammy Kerr that tracked them back, and then when well, the Cammy boys... was Cammy was there, but yeah, McMullen was there, and when the ball when it started at the mm-hmm. left back, it was McMullen's guy, and he's going pointing there and pointing there. <laughs> but then he didn't follow him through, even he could have done. But anyway, to be fair, there was about four players in that kind of vicinity that, that could easily have closed them down there they are there's Dundee FC Dundee FC they could have closed them down <laughs> but whenever but whenever but whenever 
No, it's so a disaster, like absolute disaster. Um, like it says, that's when you need to be. I think probably well, not your sharpest, but you hate to be like ready for them to come at you straight away. But oh, we yeah. it was just we just shut off. Mm-hmm. Just another lapse of concentration, but across the park. Because we spoke last week, um, we basically said, Queen's Park aren't that bad a team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I say, the three 0 victory for us, uh, Dens kind of flattered us a wee bit, considering like they had good chances and and put us under a bit of pressure. Well, I say, I think it, the the squad flattered us, uh, so we know the type of team that they are, and so you're totally right. We should have been a hundred percent. Up, knowing that they were going to try and hit us back as quick as possible, but no, they, they, they never, obviously. And like, like I said, as quick as we went ahead, back to London. Um, Couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. I was still celebrating the first goal. It's like, yeah, beauty. And then we open a can of beer and come back. 2 1. Like, you're having a joke. Well, I managed to get the Wi Fi working in the bar. And it just popped up like well and goes that oh, fucking yeah, see we go. Like shots are around celebrating <laughs> drawing level against Queen's Park. And, and, just, and just I didn't even get to pay for the drinks and it was two one. Yeah, apple sours. <laughs> <laughs> no shots for you, that's that they're cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> didn't even cancel and just walked out. Yeah. <laughs> no wonder. <laughs> oh ridiculous, like absolutely ridiculous. Well we did take chances to get before we got the equaliser, but I think mm. a good few chances. It seemed again. This is just me, like look reading, like even James Christie's match report for the official site and uh, the the Queen's Park highlights. Because I've not even had the effort to log on to DTV. I've just been straight on the YouTube and like had a couple of chances, like off the bar, off the post. Yep. I mean, but did they? It seemed like we never let losing a goal get to us. That, no. like, losing the goal that quickly get to us we went back out looking for the equaliser but when we did get the equaliser there was a bit of controversy wasn't there and also Dom Thompson managed to get himself a second yellow I don't know, off I don't think like there was any I think it's just been made bigger than what it should be I think he was well on side like, I think obviously, so, I'm going to, obviously I'm going to say that well when you see I can't remember who played the ball in so def- was it McGee? Hmm. He plays the ball in. It deflects off a Queen's Park player, and as it's moving over, that's when you then see um, Sheridan, <laughs> Sheridan, and, and Big Desi. Big Desi. That's what I exactly remember to see sick of them. So we'll call him Big Desi. Um, Desi OC, yes. <laughs> well, when you see him then marking the run, to me, he made that run just after after Queen's Park player. So he would have been on side. He's definitely on side. Um, yeah. Definitely on side. And I mean, like you were saying, you know, we're hitting a bar and hitting a post. He hit the post, and I tell you, it was a decent effort. And that. I think mm-hmm. we'd be hard pressed to squeeze that in from that angle. Like, but um, I mean, Dundee were Dundee and Spells were looking good. You know what I mean? We were, like you said, we were creating chances. We were just weren't weren't really getting the breaks. You know, like McMullen, McMullen hit the bar for basically the penalty spot and you, you could see obviously where he was aiming for because there was loads of boys on the end you know on the, the goal line and that but boys diving at his feet and he's just trying to dunk it in the top bin mm-hmm. but ah uh, oh, man we were, we were just unlucky at times but that the goal there shouldn't be any controversy about that it was, mm-hmm. it was bang on side um the goal stood yeah and like i was saying earlier about one linesman speaking up 
that linesman there spoke up and stood his ground and went, like, nah, he was onside. Like, mm-hmm. You can actually see him like, pointing at, nah, he was onside. Yeah. Clearly, obviously, I'm knowing the ear of the referee and that, and they've not got microphones, but, I mean, like it says, the linesman was definitely standing his ground going, nah, that's 100% goal. And then, like you says, Don Thomas spat the dummy out big style. Mm-hmm. It was uh, mental, see, the Dundee players have to remind the ref that he was already on a yellow card. I know. So after he flashed on the second, he was walking off. Well, he was walking away. Thompson must have thought, oh, I'm just going to stay on here because Thomas must have thought he was uh, onto a winner here. But um, I think he was. I mean, fair uh, play to him. Like, he didn't even like just automatically turn around and go, go off the pitch. He mm-hmm. just kind of went to get back into position. So kind of fair play. I like that. But then, yeah, many Dundee players ran over. McMullen <laughs> was the first. He was right across there. Ashcroft. Um, yeah. <laughs> Fucking right. Yeah, right. I don't know how that would go down if the ref never realised and the game continued and finished, like, how? what would happen there? I don't know. Respective <laughs> ban, I don't know. Yeah. I don't get it. Um, no idea, but, I mean, like it says, Thomas was in, he was booked probably, what, four, five minutes before it? Mm-hmm. And then he does that. Why, why, why do you go over to a referee moaning and moaning in his ear and mm-hmm. get yourself a second yellow? I just don't understand it. The referee's made his decision. Just mm-hmm. fucking shut up and get on with it. But I don't know. There's something about him I just didn't really like. That Don Thomas. So I was glad to see him getting sent off, actually. I think he always done well against us. So that's maybe what it is. Probably Especially is. Especially with Don I think he always knocked yeah. in a few goals. Mm-hmm. Brack. <laughs> cheerio, cheerio. Yeah. And then, I mean, like Dundee had a couple of chances towards the end of the game as well. Like, But mm-hmm. you know, I thought we could have sneaked it. But I mean, when yeah. you look at like the stats and whatnot, it was a pretty even game, I think. Yeah. So a draw was probably fair. But obviously, the dark blue and me say that we should have won. Mm-hmm. But, ugh, just another one of the ones that we should have won. I know. It's, it's taken into account as well. There was a sickness bug through Dundee uh, during the week. And, I mean, Robinson, I think somebody said he was being sick on the, the bench after he got taken off. We're on to our third-choice goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. And I mean, how many other players have been affected by this? We don't know. Like who who were playing? Like if, if some of them had it during the week. No, fully hundred percent. I mean, yeah. I mean, I've, my head says to me, no, my heart, my heart says to me, we should be going to places like that and winning and against mm-hmm. Queens Park. But my head turns around and goes, wait a minute. But there's other factors here, like say, or, uh, it could be a sickness bug. How many people? Like I just said, how many people have got it? And also, my head kind of tells me that Queens Park aren't they like like the whipping boys that a lot of people might think. They've got a good team on them. They've got they're obviously spending money to, to get where, where they are. Um, not really got any god given right to go there and get three points just because we're Dundee. It's I've seen a post on a friends at Dundee FC page. And the boy just kind of spelled out saying, my 50 odd years of supporting Dundee. I think it's maybe the, the, what was put up the night after the game, which I never saw any comments because like you say, I'm pushed. And then <laughs> Saturday and Sunday, I'm absolutely like struggling with a hangover, but I did manage to catch his post because a lot of people commented on it. And they're right what they're, he's saying like, that. so there must've been a lot of like anger, but boy put can, it's it's no it's no a, a, a shite league a, a, a league that's no strong as others. It's still a tough league because every team 
it's kind of they've got the same strengths and weaknesses really you've not seen anybody run a wab yet unfortunately like we can what we need to do better or where what areas to improve on but that's not going to happen until maybe the january windy so just now it seems like everybody's on an even keel mm-hmm. in this league and it's a, it is a tough league it always is a tough league, league in this championship um yeah compared to other teams that yeah you could say it's not got the rangers it's not got like you say you know like a mark and that obviously it's again they, they they were teams that went up and like ran away with it Close um yep. Yep. yeah so <clears throat> You are kind of thinking to yourself, yeah, it is, it is a tough league. It's no, like what we said in previous pods, it's a shite league. It is, it's a tough league. And I didn't make what I'm trying to say. Uh, no, 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 because no, you know what, I'll agree. I'm sitting here nodding my head um, mm-hmm. because, I mean, I think a lot of people have turned around and went, oh, this is the weakest this league's been and weakest Dundee should romp it and... Oh. Mm, no, it doesn't. Well, it certainly doesn't look like it's uh, mm-hmm. anybody's running away with it. I mean, I know Air are top by three points, but there's five points between first and seventh. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's and mental. Like <laughs> Queen's Park, you're talking about Queen's Park there, like, you know, the whipping boys and whatnot. But they, um, who did they beat? I'm sure they beat Partick, did they not? They beat Partick. Well, they beat before 4 0 at Fur Hill. Scalped them 4 0. Do you know Aye. what I mean? It's And then there's Morton the other night, the same night we were playing, scalping Inverness. Like, mm-hmm. it's, I'd, I'd like to know how many like 3 0 or 4 0 victories have occurred in this league so far. Mm-hmm. be interesting there's, to see. Like, There's no team with any consistency, consistency at all. It's, nobody wants to win it. No. Uh, it's, it's what it's like. <laughs> it, it's a weird thing. I just think it. The game on Friday, um, it's just been a little bit of a reality check because, again, I said at the start, we have a couple of players short of winning this, well, no winning this league, but being up there. And I know that we're still only five points behind, but I still think we've ah, got a lot of work. There's still a lot of work to be done in this team. But that um, brings up new questions. Like, is Boyer being backed financially like, he, like all the other managers has? Looking at the players he's brought in, compared to what other managers have brought in, you can probably say, well, maybe he's no. Maybe he's working on a budget that no other Dundee managers had to work with, as in less money. Then he really can. There's, a, there's a, just a lot of things that I think to myself, are we, are we now, um, has the owners got us on a, on a, like, this is what you've got and this is what you've got to play with? Because I'm pretty sure in an interview, I think after the game, um, he said that, Obviously, January is a big windy, and mm-hmm. obviously he wants to bring people in. But I'm pretty sure he said something along the lines of people going out as well, which to me sounds like Burn and McGinn. Mm-hmm. Yep, we're going I to be on a big wage. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Because I think with you know it's probably one of going or going to be one of those things where if they two go, you could probably potentially bring in four players probably mm-hmm. off their wages. Been, um, but I mean January. Transfer window, yeah, okay, cool. You can bring in, you know, bring in new players and that. But what are these players? I mean, it's not going to be players that have been playing regularly. Mm-hmm. It's probably boys that are on the peripheries of their squads and or they're coming back for injury and they're needing game time before they go back into their own team. It's January. It's a gamble. Um, always is a it's gamble. It's a gamble. 100% yeah. gamble. Like, definitely, definitely. Um, You've either hit the ground, the ground running with some signings, and 
basically like showing the form that's going to win you the league or you're signing boys. Oh, look at the year that we went doing we McIntyre. Mm. Loads of boys came in. There was a lot of boys that came in on loan that had a no bad we reputation, but people speaking up saying oh, he's got good, he's a good prospect and stuff like that. And like, I mean, how many of them were absolutely like shite? <laughs> you know, it's... I genuinely cannot even remember because I've kind of just blanked that entire <laughs> McIntyre, you know, stint out of my mm-hmm. brain. So can you? Oh fucking hell, Martin Woods and that Craig Curran for fuck's sake. Exactly, it's came back to you. It's yeah, like, it's, it's came. I seen the look on the anguish on your face. It was like you'd like revisiting Vietnam Ave again, there, Paul. Honestly, wow, just wow. <laughs> yeah, get in a Camara and bring in Martin Woods. Great shout, <laughs> bloody great shout. Dundee's fucking transfer negotiation at its absolute best. But let's not talk about that. No. <laughs> but January, no see, see if it's me. This is the end of October. So we're in, and obviously, obviously we're coming in in November. That's an obvious statement. Um, Boyer surely got to know these are the areas I want, mm-hmm. you know, to fix, um, and these are the guys I wouldn't mind having in. So there's got to be like, they're, if they're going to be making the signings, it's got to be like as soon as players are let go, we're getting these guys in. That's it. Mm-hmm. Done. None of this waiting until like January the twenty fifth to sign some. Boy on loan for Celtic under 19s. <laughs> nah, there used to be boys that are going to come in there and get the foot in and actually, you know, mm-hmm. get the, get the finger out and just play for the badge. You know what I mean? Here's what I think's happened. I think Boyers came in. He's been given a budget. He thinks the budget's good enough, and the owners are saying like, that's what you've got to work with. Anybody you move on, obviously gets added on it. Um. He's not been able to move on the boys, and the owners still think that well, we've got a squad here, and we've also had a few additions. That that's all we need. Like, like I think a lot of us thought it was only a few additions. That was that. Obviously, defensively, that was a biggie. I, f- I think that's one that was obvious to everybody that we know um, strengthened on, but they've no budged on what's what. But then at the same time, the owners have got us in a good financial position where hmm. each year we're posting not like major profits and I know COVID uh, maybe loans and whatnot have kind of maybe look, make it look different but they look like they're running the, the club uh, financially the way it should be run but does it come to a point where they look at this and think right this isn't happening um, it's not went the way we thought we might not be able to move on boys We'll have to give them a few extra quid here and get this ball rolling to win this league because, like you say, put a team out that just can string four, five, six results, wins together, and then you could be looking at getting ahead of the pack. A team that can string four, five, six passes together could probably <laughs> win this league. And I'm not being funny. Mate, I'm not being funny. Like, that's like the amount of times that you see Dundee playing the long ball up to mm-hmm. Robinson, and then he's he's controlling it, but there's nobody there for him. But see, when we string a few passes together, we're teams apart. And I just, when Robinson went off the other night, it was like, oh shit, what do we do mm-hmm. now? Let's kick the ball up to Rudin. He's got a touch of an elephant. Like, there's <laughs> no plan B. Like get the ball. There's loads of there's boys in that team that want the ball at their feet mm-hmm. and want to pass it about, and that's how you rip teams apart. 
especially these teams, man. Like flipping heck, honestly, I'm absolutely. Ah, uh, wish we'd, I wish we'd not record this. I'm absolutely bailing now. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely bailing. Like, but um, that's an absolute fact. If you can string four or five passes together, you are going to rip a lot of these teams apart. Yeah. Honestly. But anyway, you, need, you need the midfield for that. But swiftly just, moving on. <laughs> oh, oh, well, I was wasting. No, I better not. We'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. There's a lot of work to be done. Hopefully, it gets done. Well, no, we've, we've only five points behind. Mm-hmm. It, pe- the people above us are going to lose games like, uh-huh. between now and the January Wendy. I mean, so are we as well. Let's not beat around the bush here. Um, no. <laughs> yeah, I'll be realistic. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I mean, the positive, like Boyer said, I mean, if you, no, I think you can't take I mean, they're unbeaten in four. Mm hmm. Okay, it was against I mean Arbroath. But then it was you know, games against like it says Arbroath, Air, who were probably top when we played them, Morton, who are now what, second top? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Queens who are probably sitting third or fourth. Yeah. I mean, but I mean if you look at the last six games, it's nine points at eighteen. Mm-hmm. I mean, um eight goals scored, seven conceded, two clean sheets. Mm. <sighs> One thing though. I was sent in a group chat that compared to other managers at this time, uh, this point of the season, in the championship, I think he's got the worst record out of a lot of them. Only by, only by a point or something like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, there's uh, there's that as well. And I think this, uh, this is something that also has to be kind of rectified because... But the thing is, see, see, for me, I think it will. I think it mm-hmm. will. I mean, like I said last week, I think there is slow progress. But if you're, I think if you're running with that and sticking with that centre midfield pairing, you're going to be struggling. Like, mm-hmm. like it says, there's no creativity for the strikers, and yeah, something needs to happen there, big style. But we I mean, like, a, we need a hard man in the middle and somebody we a bit, we better zing about them. Gowser and Mulligan done um, but then obviously looking at the, the the next team that we are playing Parrick they've they've been absolutely scudded and scared and thrown about for like the last three games we've never really we've not had that really apart from oh it was probably the air match when it was on the TV we got absolutely fucking destroyed mm-hmm. uh, I mean it's 3-1 but I mean they're what they're 3-0 Wraith 4-2 air and then 4-0 for Queen's Park. Do you know what I mean? So, I mean, we're, we're getting there, like it says. It's slow, but I'm confident we're, we mm-hmm. will we will move on soon enough. Well, moving on to the Partick game, I mean, <laughs> you've also forgot they got absolutely pummeled 4-1 by Aberdeen in the Cup. That was the start of this run mm-hmm. of defeat. So that's what, 4-8, that's, well, how many? Actually, 4-8-12, 15 goals four games that they've conceded mm-hmm. and it's funny because when I looked at the table the day I was like everybody has been saying Patrick Dundee top two and then they were fifth and sixth exactly kind of, kind of there's only points between it but I keep looking at it and I keep laughing because I'm like this this league's absolutely like like it's going it's going to go to the wire isn't it with the amount of people in it but I it mean Queen's, Queen's Park's kind of they've kind of not downfall they're still there but their form it's Who's seen that coming though? Nobody. Who's seen Morton? No. Not, I mean, 
you predicted them for going going right down the pan, and yep. I, I agreed with you, but they're second. <laughs> I know. And even last week, we kind of slated them for their performance, you know, like time wasting when they had 10 men. But at the same time, we spoke about them and saying, it's working for them, though, whatever Dougie mm-hmm. Emery's doing. I mean, they're happy mm-hmm. to get the point at Dens, fair play. But there they go. They go by and beat Cali. Was it 2-0? 4-0. It's 4-0. Um, that's how pitched I was on Friday. Last five I games. Last five games, they've won four and drawn one. And then look at that. They're probably mm-hmm. like third bottom and now they're second top. Yeah. That's what we fucking need, man. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I absolutely love it, eh? It just seems like so obvious. But obviously it seems so obvious to us as the spectators, you know. Mm-hmm. It's easy for us to sit there and go, ah, he should be playing there or he should be, ah, he shouldn't be doing that. But, yeah. You know, it's easy for us. Like, But there's just, there's someone just needs to click with Dundee. And yeah. I swear to God, I hope it clicks against Partick, like because that Ian McCall, judging by what what the Partick fans are saying, you know, on various social medias, uh, that his coat's on a shiggly peg, like Is that especially after the oh yeah, especially after the the last three games in the league. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, at one point before that, before them they before the feet well, we we talk about the League Cup game, that's a League Cup, um, but before the last three league defeats, I also seen them as the team to go on a bit of form. Yeah, Because they were hitting goals. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I know what, they were un, they were beaten by Cali, but they were doing to 10 men. So you kind of seen them as a, oh, that's one of those games where they've had a man sitting off, they've been beaten. They got the one against Hamilton and I think they were one they were doing at one point. They came back, they went 2-1 and I was like, oh, hmm. I think Patrick are going to be the team this season actually. And then they have just turned the form book upside down mm-hmm. and know the way they wanted and they've been also flung about like an old sock in the last few games. <laughs> it's an empty trackie. An empty trackie. <laughs> I love that saying, it's brilliant. <laughs> absolutely brilliant. Yeah, but yeah, to sum it up, they're absolutely louping just now. Like, uh, And then what's going to happen? <laughs> oh man, I'm not even, again, like the Queen's Park game, I'm not oh, even man. wanting to go into it. I'm Means... not even wanting to go I don't want to build it up too much, but I really think, well, I mean, we might be looking for retribution after that mm-hmm. opening, opening day defeat. You know, going to yeah. that game, you were like full of optimism, like, oh, come on, I'll destroy them. And then they absolutely ripped us apart in the first 50 minutes. Um, so, I, um, but the thing, obviously, like after the, the last part of the game against Wraith, McCall's basically came in and went like, oh, they boys aren't getting the day off tomorrow. They're back in mm-hmm. training. We're about to have a chin wag. Which I quite like. Um, I, th- right. I think that's what should happen. <laughs> like, if you're shite, you're fucking. You're not getting a day off, mate. You're back in. No. Um, holidays cancelled. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I think I might have said it after the uh, part I got beat from air that you know McCall wouldn't allow them to rest on their laurels and feel sorry mm-hmm. for themselves, and they'll bounce back against Wraith, and then they get absolutely scalped. So I'm going to say it again. He's not going to let the team rest on their laurels <laughs> <laughs> after the race defeat. And then they've got us next. I'm actually contemplating going. Uh, there's been a wee bit of me thinking about it as well. Uh, my next door neighbour's got hospitality. He's going to it. And that got me thinking, hmm. I wouldn't mind going as well. I wouldn't mind going as well. Um, but he never offered me to go to hospitality. So. Were you like looking over like the 
the fence. Like, That's exactly what it was. It was like, <laughs> right, mate. and he's like, oh, hospitality on Saturday against Partick after the event. So, oh, right, yeah, have you? Yeah. Uh, he's like, oh, that sounds just, good, huh? Oh. Uh, Where are you going? How, <laughs> you going in, how, many, how many spaces in that car? Oh. <laughs> I've got a spare tire, actually. <laughs> but it's, uh, yeah. it's going to be one of those games I mean straight off I mean you've seen the first game and a lot of games hmm. how easily we are losing it in midfield first off let's win it in midfield secondly and again the highlights that I've seen against Queen's Park let's know that boys run through the midfield and through the defence yeah that's that's a big game the amount of times we've seen that it's like just want to hand them the keys to the pitch and just let them do whatever they want. Let's fucking stop that. Um, Put somebody up in the first couple of minutes, tell them you're there, and then just crack on. Exactly. <laughs> Honestly. I mean, and we've seen the way Patrick celebrated after they beat us in the first game of the season, and even the right. social media. And right. It was all about this email gate saga. They were totally <laughs> ripping, ripping down. And come on, fair play to them for doing that. Like, you love to see that. you love to see it, unless it's against your team. Mm-hmm. So, in a way, Dundee should be looking at what happened after that game, especially because there was a lot of players sticking them booting at Dundee. Mm-hmm. Um, and yep. even Brian Graham, yeah, Brian Graham. Called, <clears throat> yep, he was another one um, who was like getting out interviews and like ripping us as well. We should be using that and be saying, right, here, this is the way they acted after. Let's get fucking stuck in. Let's not mark them act like this way again. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. if they do beat us, they probably will. And again, correct. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, Dundee and like Partick were meant to be the bookies' favourites for the top, but now we're languishing. What's it, f- f- fifth and sixth, something like that. Fifth and sixth. Um, obviously, both teams are definitely going to want to be winning this. We've just got to be up there, <laughs> a hell of a lot more up for it than what they are. And like I says, for the word go, just smash that boy Lawless, <laughs> put him <laughs> in the fucking stand. Honestly, just yeah. put him in the stand. You know, hit him and make sure he doesn't get back up again. Then that's him, as far as I'm concerned. Aye, cause that's the thing Graham, then I'll let Graham bully you. Mm. I mean, if he even plays now, I don't even think he does. Because <laughs> the thing we Patrick and what I've seen, what I've seen of them is they love to go down the wing and they've got tricky wingers, okay, and they've got pace. So everything that we hate, <laughs> or mm. everything that our defenders probably hate, that have, where the goals have came from, is what they've got. So. Yeah, and that fullback, the... who's the fullback, Harry Milne. Yeah. Harry Milne, he's no bad. Yeah. He's, he is no bad. Like, but will French be back? Because he was one of the boys with apparently the stomach mm-hmm. bug as well, man. I, honestly, I think you said earlier that it's been going for a week. I feel like it's been going on for a fucking month. <laughs> Cover paracetamol, throw some sawdust on them. They'll be fine. Fucking, if it's a stomach bug, man. Oh, Jesus Christ. Just get them toast and scrambled eggs. That's how you have getting bites. That's it. Ten, <laughs> and water. Ten iron brew. Ten iron brew. Like you said, a bit of sawdust and water your bed. <laughs> a water your bed. Water your bed. <laughs> okay, the club's got like physios and probably dietitians and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Probably got the like doctor, the club doctor. Oh, yeah. Got these boys are monitoring them. And here we go. Paul's just gave out like the best advice. Some mm-hmm. dread toast and scrambled egg. That's it. Like you says, a couple of paracetamol, plenty of fluids and off to your bed. Also some <laughs> vitamin C as well. <laughs> Dr. Gray is in the house. <laughs> oh, man. Chucking a glass of stout as well. You'll be fine. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> but I don't go anywhere about the Partick game. 
we'll look back. We're coming to the end of the pod. I told you it's not going to be a long because one, I can't be bothered, and two, there's no much to shout about. So, nah. I'm actually be surprised if most people, if a lot of people, listen to it this week anyway. So, um, <laughs> but we're going to dive in to the archive yet again. So, like every other week, I've started like looking at what's happened on the Monday, the Tuesday, the Wednesday, and as as you go. So, today, the 31st October, Halloween, Dundee beat Sport and Lisbon 4-1 in the European Cup. Quality. Progress to the next uh, the next round. Happy so days. often you'll get a chance to say that. No, definitely not. No. We'll never get a chance to say that. Let's be let's correct no. that there. <laughs> I never know. Uh, I've uh, got. I'm sure I've got a pin badge somewhere. that has got the Dundee and the Sport and Lisbon uh, mm-hmm. crest. Can't remember where it is. So That's class. You dig it out. Yeah. You dig that out. Never be out. But also picked another one for people who will probably remember this. We beat Haps one 0 1998. Davy Weir, OG. You know, remember that, Paul? Nah, nah, no. It was 15 minutes to go. Wally Faulkner's running with the ball. I think it's Giles Russi runs out. Faulkner takes a shot. It's outside the box. Takes a shot, hits off Russi, and it hits off Davy Weir's face and into the the goal. Ah, uh, yeah, I think I've yeah definitely definitely seen that. Definitely. Giles yeah. Russi, what a keeper. I know, and just in the as the ball's going into the net, you just see like the TCK and full of jambos. And obviously, I think they dominated that game. I think it was all hearts. So basically, like there was mere jambo tears on the Dundee away end. Brilliant. <laughs> Love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're going to the first. We're going to go a little bit back. This is before me and uh, me and your time, Paul. Oh, so two one against Clyde Bank. Then I'll defunct Clyde Bank, Cammy Fraser, and Ray Stephen. Ray Stephen, 17 year old, and it made it Dundee 11 games unbeaten. Oh, see if we were to go on something like that just now. Fuck. Oh, we're on four now. We only need to go seven games undefeated. That'll be all right. Just need to start winning the games. Yeah, true. <laughs> so the next one that we'll look to is a 5 2 win against Hamlet in 1988. Nah, a little bit too young for that, Paul. He's born in 97. Ah, well. 97. <clears throat> Tommy Coyne hat trick helped Dundee win. Keith Wright and Graham Harvey. That's a couple of names for other, the older listeners out there. I love that. The old uh, Cobra the Mon- Mongoose. Mm. What a nickname, by the way. I know, absolutely exceptional. <laughs> if somebody said that about me and you, I'd be thinking, cheeky bastards. Well, you've already slagged my facial features, so, I mean, not too far. I'll, I'll be the Mongoose then, will I? You want a hug? <laughs> Just didn't want to get body shamed. Sorry, mate. <laughs> oh, was that my cue to go? You look wonderful this evening. <laughs> <laughs> We've also got a cracker of a signing in 2018 on the 2nd oh, of November. Martin Woods. No, oh, you're kidding uh, me on. I've pulled it out. I've pulled it out. <sighs> Jesus. I mean, I've pulled out the Martin Woods sign. I know what you. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Swiftly <laughs> moving on. November the 3rd, a game that most Dundee fans would turn around and say it's the best I've ever been to if you were there that era. 1971, Dundee beat Cologne 4-2 in the UEFA Cup second round, second leg. So we were on our way with the the tie. It was 2-all. Mm-hmm. Then John Duncan knocked up 
in the 83rd minute to put a 3-2 head. And then, with seconds left, Bobby Wilson made it 4-2. Absolutely scenes. Most people I speak to that were around at that time say that is the, one of the best games ever. Jockey Scott on the podcast mentioned that. That was absolutely unreal, that game. Yeah, I, I think, think Old Boy was at that game. I've seen much reports of the Germans uh, absolutely gobsmacked, shell-shocked at the end of it. Didn't they care what hurt them? Didn't they care what hurt them? Good. <laughs> Doug Houston at the end of the game, here's a wee quote from him. We've maybe played better football on occasions, but never has a team fought back. Every man gave his all. No club could ask for more. I was proud of the lads. Class. It tears in your eyes after that. Well, what? <laughs> so, November the 4th. Dundee 2-1 against Celtic, 1961, on their way to winning the league. Nice. 61, fuck. <laughs> Absolutely starved of success, aren't we? <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> the 5th, 5th of November, I picked 1-0 against Riff. 2011 Ryan Conroy but I can't remember nothing at all about that game I just had it written down Fine, nah, I was nah. probably at that game because I, I, I used to go a lot of the games when Conroy was there I was probably there like again can't remember I've actually had another one that we won it was in the 83 season 83-84 Peter Marcus scored the winner for Dundee against United 19th minute a few boys go, I was just, yeah, go with that, you know. That'll but do, we had, yeah. We've got this one, though, on the 6th, so this would be the Sunday. 1-0 against United in 2004. Lovell, was it? Yes. No, no, no it wasn't. What was no. it again? No, it wasn't Lovell. It was, a, it was, a, it was a, a famous footballer's wee brother. John Sutton. All right. Well, the John Sutton, he heard of that. United were down to nine men. And I think, if I remember rightly, they were still the better team, even down to nine men. And it wasn't until like the 85th, 86th minute, ball goes over. John Sutton headers it, but it's a weak header, goes to the keeper's legs. And was it, what was the boy's name again? Uh, Jarvie, Peter Jarvie, I'm going to say, just lets it go under his legs. We nutmeg. Do you know Paul? Paul Jarvie. Mm. Go for that. Mm. Oh well, we'll take that. I remember that game because I was sitting. I remember sitting there thinking, "Oh fuck's sake!" Again, weak header, but everybody starts cheering, so I just stopped cheering as well. Like, what, what's happened? Scored, <laughs> did we? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Must have missed that. <laughs> That's the rundown. I'll say, Martin Wood signings are big in. So, oh god. I want to see an on this day by Dundee FC. We say Martin Woods. Mm. I don't. <laughs> Name absolutely scarred me. Wedge beef. <laughs> awful, awful. Paul, we had a few people guess the player correctly that were asked last week. Certainly did. So, I forgot the right doing the names, but I think Gordon Cook, Gary Flynn and Andy Hughes correctly answered the Samurai... The samurai, no, he wasn't wielding it. He, he was bad there. samurais with a traffic code was Chick Charmley. Yes, what a player, man. 
Absolute he, maverick. <laughs> he was a showman. He was showman, was, but oh, so good. always good for yellow card and red card. Uh, and scoring like absolute rakers. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I, I think um, it was just under a year. I was a, he missed a year's anniversary of being at Dundee by a few days before Duffy punted him. Oh, really? <laughs> I, I think it was just like another red card and Duffy just got fed up. Oh, yeah, that's it. I went, off your pop. Off your pop, kid. And he goes to one place for Hibs and next thing you can, I think he scored a, a goal against Celtic. That was it. And people want him called up to the Scotland squad. Oh, he was fucking class. He was just class. Loved him. Aye, I just aye. when I picture him, I just see the white fucking brewery top. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a old classic. Yeah, sure. That's what you got his photo in for the team. Uh, I'm sure it was. What a player! I've still, still got that top. I had all three that season, but I've outgrown them sadly. I have might outgrown them by a few sizes, like meaning moving up for kids to large, <laughs> men's large. We've <laughs> 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 got another one for this. This week, so I came through the youth ranks with Dundee. I've had more than one spell at Dens, once captain Rangers, and I played in an FA Cup final. That's probably a little bit easy. Have you got it already, Paul? I think so. Yeah. Ah, well, if you've got it, then definitely other people are getting it. But the fact is, I wrote this in two minutes before coming on the podcast that. I never, I forgot I beat it, so there we go. That's all probably easy it is. All right, you just got to give, give people the easy ones and then we'll just throw them a hard one. Hit them with another just... Bobby Flavel or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, that's all we're going to speak about. We've done, we're moaning about the Queen's Park. Martin Woods. From Martin Woods. Fearing another humping against in the next game. Um... Yeah, I mean, I'm just looking forward to this event on Thursday, Paul. Yeah, me as well, man. Yeah. Like it says, like I said to everybody, I'll say it again. Get a ticket, even if you're swithering, just get a ticket because <laughs> yeah. it's going to be unbelievable. Like it should be good, uh, and there's going to be a, a good few people there as well. So it's going to be a good atmosphere, and yeah, hopefully the questions that we've got lined up give good answers. And hopefully there's ones in there that nobody's really knew about. So um, it's new stories being told also. So, okay, it'll be good. It'll be good. And um, yeah, like you say, hopefully it leads on to more for us. Fingers crossed. Yeah. But in the meantime, I'd like to apologise in, in advance. No, 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 but in advance, I apologise you now of the lack of enthusiasm for me today. You just kind of hack it, Danny, can you? Two day nah. hangovers and young man game, isn't it? Just have another beer like me. Honestly, seeing you here, a sip of that is that Stella? Oh, it certainly is. Oh, Jesus, oh, I hate my liver just gave away there. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks again for our sponsors, Unicorn Cleaning Service, for obviously sponsoring the podcast. Paul, thanks Thank again you. for coming on no as usual. No and thanks to you for listening. Again, if you know the name of the player, get in touch. If you don't, then... Do you even support Dundee? Do you even support Dundee, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See you all next week.